Howdy neighbors, Ron Hayes. Beef buzzing with you today. We've got election preview with Ethan Lane of NCBA. Back with Ethan in just a moment. Ryan Walters is a public school teacher and fighter for rural schools. The attacks against Ryan, well, they're just crazy. He won't hurt rural schools. He's one of us. Ryan Walters grew up in McAllister, taught history for eight years at McAllister High School, and was even a state teacher of the year finalist. Ryan supports Governor Stitt's teacher pay raise and helped make Oklahoma teachers the highest paid in the region. During COVID, Ryan made sure our schools were open and our kids were safely in class where they belong. Ryan will reject any Biden administration effort that doesn't align with our values. I'm voting for Ryan Walters for state superintendent, and I hope you will too. Not authorized by any candidate or candidate committee. Authorized and paid for by Parents and Students First, Oklahoma, P.O. Box 12612, Oklahoma City, 73157, 804-591-0050, which is responsible for the content of this advertising. Literally, in 48 to 72 hours, we should know a lot about the makeup of Congress for 2023. Ethan Lane with the National Cattlemen's Beef Association's D.C. office says there's a high likelihood that the House will be controlled by the GOP after the November elections. The big question mark, of course, is the Senate. Of course, uh, what does that mean for the Senate and the House Agriculture Committees coming into the 2023 Farm Bill? Well, that's a good question. You know, we're expecting to still have extremely narrow margins regardless. Right. That being the case, you end up having uh, uh, pretty balanced committees as far as R's and D's going into a farm bill. You're going to see the Democrats sort of retool. We've already seen that a little bit with members of the ag committee who they're putting into those positions. Um, Typically, they'll start to load in members from more urban districts that are focused more on on food assistance program, SNAP, things like that. Uh, That's going to be their priority going into that farm bill process. Um, We've already seen that a little bit with people like Marcy Captor from Toledo, Ohio, returning to the to the ag committee um, that's not typically a, a, a district you would expect to be much of an ag district i've run a campaign in that district uh, there aren't a whole lot of farmers and ranchers there um, so for her to be on the ag committee she's there for one reason um, so i think we can expect to see more of that regardless of what the the margin looks like but you know remember control even when you have a narrow margin it really comes down to to the agenda you know what what really is allowed to move forward gt thompson uh, the, as, as the new incoming presumptive chair of the house agriculture committee should Republicans take control of the House uh, as a strong advocate for the cattle industry, strong advocate for agriculture. You know, that alone is a massive game changer, just empowering him in that position. One certainty is that there will be lame duck activity in Congress after the midterm elections. Ethan, what are you watching for? Less is more, right? I mean, we, we don't really want to see a bunch of activity and last minute panic legislating in a lame duck session. People's motives are different. If the Democrats lose bigger than they're expecting to, you're going to see some desperation, some Hail Marys. Gosh, this is our last chance to do something, you know, for, for the next couple of years. If Republicans do get that majority they're looking for, you're going to see them really apply the brakes because they're not going to want to do much of anything before they have control and, and can run those processes processes the way that they want to. So that's going to manifest most specifically in things like appropriations. You know, our next fiscal deadline uh, to fund the government is December 16th. That could either be a continuing resolution again into next spring, March or something like that, or it could be a full 
omnibus package that funds the government through next, next September. How this election plays out is going to be a big factor in what that package looks like. You know, anything's possible in a lame duck, and, and our team here is going to have to be on their A game looking out for any of these things that might pop up last minute uh, that we're going to need to engage on to make sure it doesn't get across the finish line. Ethan, finally, production agriculture, animal agriculture has got some folks that do not like us very much. The anti-animal agriculture crowd, the animal production agriculture crowd. What sort of impact have these groups had here in 2022? A huge one, bigger than we normally would expect. Um, animal rights activists are interesting because you know they have no problem selling their agenda or pushing their agenda to non-traditional allies. They're looking for allies in the Republican Party. They've spent a tremendous amount of political dollars this cycle on Republicans, um, tens of thousands of dollars uh, to Republican members of Congress across the country as far as PAC contributions, people you wouldn't expect. A lot of those members didn't really understand who they're taking money from, you know, these big PAC events that we go to here in Washington, people show up, they hand a check, uh, whether it's, um, you know, a group like Animal Wellness Action or the Humane Society uh, Legislative Action Fund, um, or, you know, individual donors like Carol Baskin, who's famous from the Tiger King show at the beginning of COVID. She's a huge donor on animal rights issues and writes big checks to Republican members of Congress. Um, This is an issue we've been really engaged in. Um, We've tried to educate. We're going to continue to educate. We're not alone on this the sportsman's community, um, the firearms community, um, a lot of the extractive use community as well. All of them have a lot of concerns with with these animal rights groups uh, engaging in this space. You know, they they tell these members that this is about puppies and kittens, um, you know, and and big cats in Africa and stuff like that. It's not. It's about shutting down agriculture. It's about shutting down hunting. It's about shutting down all of our kind of way of life in rural communities across the country. Um, And we need to make sure that our members across the country understand that this is not about warm and fuzzy, uh, you know, puppies and kittens. This is this is these are bad people with a bad agenda. Vice President for Governmental Affairs for NCBA, Ethan Lane. You've got the beef buzz on Ron. Are you interested in adding value to your coal cows? Oklahoma Prairie Beef Solutions is on a mission to reward a premium to cattlemen and cattlewomen who sell coal cows into the program. The ground beef product will be branded and sold in Oklahoma retail stores around the state. Oklahoma Prairie Beef Solutions is an entity of the Oklahoma Cattlemen's Association. Learn more about this value-added opportunity at OklahomaPrairieBeefSolutions.com. OklahomaPrairieBeefSolutions.com. And that's your Beef Buzz. I'm Ron Hayes.